Welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. How did this coach that Luke Wilson played end up at that school? So, Rusty Russell was um, was an amazing coach in the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, but he left a, a great job at, uh, in Temple. Um, I think he took them uh, pretty far in the playoffs. But he was recommended for the coaching job, but it was also um, a teaching job in the Sonic Home Orphanage in Fort Worth. And um, we're able to, to feel the team. And what you find out in our film is that Rusty Russell was also an orphan. He, he was a and so that's one of the, the main storylines that my team, as we were developing it, we found out that the, the book does go into Rusty Russell being orphan or abandoned by his family. And so that was just something that we really wanted to focus on, showing that, you know, these kids, that they have the potential to be anyone they want to be. And he and his wife were absolutely incredible. The curriculum that they introduced into the school and, you know, had these kids reading and writing, doing math. And if you look at the numbers of the success stories that came out of the home, which it was called, you know, the orphanage called the home, it's just remarkable at what they were able able to accomplish. This is the Matt Mosley Show. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Ah, it is Matt Mosley alongside the man they call Garrett Ross. And uh, we come to you today, and we got a lot planned. going to be an exciting Thursday. And, um, boy, I've been out around town, moving around Central Texas today. Lots happening in the area. Also, I have been uh, locked in on the championship game. If you like softball or if you just like competition, oh, you can hear it in the background, uh, we're all watching Oklahoma Sooners versus Florida State. And, uh, you know, I reached out to somebody last night, um, uh, one of our old friends who was on with me in Dallas a lot. He was a former Florida State quarterback in Great Garrett. His name is Danny Cannell. Mm-hmm. And Danny was on um, ESPN for a lot of years. And you know what he was doing? He was locked in, baby. He was locked in to uh, to this uh, uh, softball. And, boy, as we speak, the uh, Florida State Seminoles have kind of got a uh, – they got a little something going. And Oklahoma, a minute ago, they were kind of laughing because the pitcher accidentally did a little something. Well, the second baseman just absolutely lost a ball in the sun. Uh, High pop fly there in Oklahoma City, and it's a huge crowd there today, and she could not find it. And uh, you got to call for help, Garrett. You got to call for the first baseman to come over there and help you in that case. The, floor, the Oklahoma coach is not happy. And the pitcher for Oklahoma uh, a few minutes ago had a bad moment. We're in her windup on a three ball count. Um, uh, ball just got away from her. And so she issued a walk. And if, if I mean, that, that runner has come all the way around to score. We are in the third inning. And. Now, again, these pitchers in softball can throw as many pitches as they want. It's not like baseball where their arms are going to fall off if they go above 80 or 90 pitches. They can, with this kind of motion, they can go and go and go. But 55 pitches now uh, in the third inning, for uh, that'll tire anybody down, no matter what the motion is, Garrett. And so we'll uh, we'll keep our eye on this thing. And we've got Steve uh, Hoot-Jonigan on with us today at uh, 3.20, and he is the, uh, he's a softball coach, the uh, assistant softball coach for the Lady Bears, and we'll get his take on all this. And he knows a lot of these people, by the way, getting hired around the country in college baseball. 
that's a fascinating thing to me. There's a couple of things I want to visit with Hoot about, and uh, he's going to join us at 320. But, Garrett, I, I want to introduce you to the audience, as we always mm-hmm. like to do. And I know you. there's something on your mind today. And, and uh, uh, you were upset with this uh, – uh, with, with the timing of this game, uh, this was a this was a two o'clock first pitch national championship game. Oh goodness, Oklahoma's having all kinds of yeah, issues. They They've made the catch to end that inning, and so they do get out of the inning. Only uh, they're, they're up two one, but Florida State has gotten on the board here. Um, you don't like the fact, Garrett, that the women's national championship game is being played at 2 p.m. on a Thursday. No, that's to me that's the the it's ignorant, okay? There's no excuse for that. And I know you can you can point to TV and you know ESPN might have prior obligations, but if you've pl- we've seen how great these two games have been so far. Game 1 and game 2 have gone back and forth. Uh they they've been really phenomenal. They've been a lot of fun to watch. You've had them in prime time, and now when it comes down to it, and you have these caliber of opponents going at it, and you put it in the middle of the day, I think that's a disservice to these athletes. It shows, once again, the NCAA really doesn't care about women's athletics. They view it as a second-tier thing to the men's. If this was baseball, there's no way, there's no way you can tell me this game wouldn't be in prime time. It's not happening. They would find a way to do it. And this just we've seen it in the, the women's basketball tournament uh, you know, with everything that happened in San Antonio. It, to me, it's just another long issue that we continue to see. And at what point do we come together and recognize that this is a problem and address it? There's no way this should be happening right now. This game should be tonight. All right. Uh, I, all I would say, and I don't think you're wrong about this, but you've got to also, if you're going to turn the bazookas at the NCAA, you got to also look at the TV partners. I mean, the TV, you know, they have an enormous say in this, and they can brag all day on, oh, we got all female uh, uh, broadcasters on the game and and uh, four person uh, uh, crew there. But uh, the that you know the the TV networks have a say in it. And Garrett, uh, ESPN has an NBA game at six thirty tonight. They have another NBA game at nine. Okay, these NBA playoffs, you understand it because they're going to get a lot more eyes, um, is going to take precedence. They're not going to put the NBA playoff game during the day. That's just the, that's just the way of the world. Like they've been on not. TNT now, the whole time. No, buddy, buddy, you can't. Once ESPN owns the right to a certain night, they've got to stay with that. They can't just t- they can't ask TNT to, oh, hey, you guys take these games. I mean, TNT would do it. But it's the it's the package in between TNT and ESPN. It goes back and forth, and those things are played out for. I mean, it's like a year in advance on who's going to be on what and all that kind of stuff. So I get what you're saying. I would like to see this thing featured in a better way in prime time. What I'm let me ask you this though: Would you rather have it on? Here are your options. If you could have it on ESPN two at seven o'clock or 7.30, whatever you deem as prime time, um, or this, or main ESPN at 2 p.m., which would you choose? 
I would take ESPN 207. I, I think that you'll get more view. I mean, I, I think that you would give more people an opportunity to watch it. Now, it's not on the main ESPN, but you're still putting it uh, in a, in a primetime situation. I, for me personally, that's where I think it would be uh, better suited put. Now, let me say this. There's a, one other thing you could do. You could, I mean, ESPN could, you know, is obviously it's all, they're all in cahoots, Disney, with, um, with ABC. You could, you could put one of these uh, NBA games, the early game especially. That game starts at 6.30 tip tonight. You could put that game on ABC, couldn't you? Yeah, you could. I mean, you could, you could shift it over to ABC. Now, what people will say is, oh, Matt, tonight's like a Bachelor special or something, or the Bachelorette or whatever oh. is on ABC these days. Oh, I'm just telling you, Garrett, if we try to take one of these 7 or 8 o'clock shows – Look at the Thursday night lineup. I don't have the TV guide in front of me. Garrett, have you ever heard of a TV guide? This is it's like been what, a while, what, Matt. <laughs> this is what people my age and older, this is what we had growing up. You look at the TV guide. Of course, now we just look at whatever kind of cable service or satellite service or whatever we have. So um, I, I don't know what the ABC lineup looks like tonight, but um, I agree with you. We should be watching in prime time some college softball and I've been watching it today, and I'm having a great time watching this thing. So it's two to one. We have we're in the third inning of this game, and as I've had to make my way around town today, I've been tuning in on this uh, on on radio and listening to this thing on XM uh, when I'm not listening to the great JMO. Love that two o'clock show every day, the John Morris show. All right, we've just had a change. Uh, in uh, what I love too is this. There's something the Oklahoma crowd's doing in the Oklahoma when when uh, Florida State goes out to the mound or has a visit, the the Oklahoma players whip their crowd into a frenzy. Again, they're playing in Oklahoma City, so there's a huge Oklahoma contingent in the stands. We're talking about. Garrett, what would you say this place holds? Like twelve or thirteen thousand? Yeah, look, I mean, yeah, probably crowd. about. Thirteen to fifteen, yeah. Great looking ballpark. I mean, this looks, this looks awesome. But uh, to your point, Garrett, and I don't want to get all into this and that, but that's another thing. The until recently, did you realize that until like the last World Series, they did not even have like the restrooms in the dugout for the for during the College World Series. That's ridiculous. Like that's a new thing. That's a new thing. To have the so the, the the World Series folks, even though they have this beautiful facility in Oklahoma City, they would have to pull up dressed. There was no locker room and shower facilities and all that stuff. You had to go back to the team hotel to get your shower in. My goodness, that's back when we were in high school doing stuff like that. So yeah, I, I think it's a fair argument. Let's take care of our. You and I both have daughters, and by the mm-hmm. way, we should. We shouldn't have to have daughters to do the right thing. No. To know the right thing. And, uh, and this is not. This is not the way these things are treated. But I'll say this. The problem for ESPN or the problem for college softball is I think people, I think this thing will still get a great rating even on a Thursday afternoon because I think people are watching this thing. But not the rating it could have uh, uh, landed. And I think there is some evidence out there that the College World Series – uh, for college softball competes with the ba- with the college baseball World Series, and we used to think that was a crazy thing to say, and I think we're there now. I well, prefer. You know, who, 
You know what Hoot's out there doing right now? He's What's like, that? oh, my gosh, am I get, am I about to get drawn into this discussion? <laughs> Hoot's, Hoot's worried. He's like, Mosley's going to bring me in. No, no, we're not going to try to put Hoot on the stand. But I bet Hoot would rather watch this in prime time. I bet Hoot would rather us not call him at 320 and interrupt him watching the the, uh, Probably the, not. the College World Series. That's okay, though. Hoot's, Hoot's good. Hoot's always good, and he could do it. He was a longtime uh, pitching coach for the uh, – for Baylor baseball, then moved to the broadcast booth, and then he missed coaching so much that he's gone back to softball because of the, um, you know, the sad story uh, with uh, Baylor losing its assistant coach. And then here comes Hoot back into the college game in softball. So I think uh, I think we'll get some good stuff from Hoot here at 3:20. But we'll keep you posted. Oklahoma has a runner on second. It looks like the just uh, Florida State just made a pitching change, and so. Um, I'll tell you what, one thing is is uh, it's got us looking at this thing and talking about it. We also have uh, some audio for you to share at 340 today from Dak Prescott. And this is Dak talking about uh, several things, including something we brought up yesterday. Dak wants us, as, and I'm talking about us, the media, to go ahead and bury this injury story. Now, unfortunately, that's not the way it works. You can't just bury uh, an injury story. Uh, until he shows that he can take tackles and take shots, this thing's not going to go away. The other story that I'm kind of interested, Garrett, in getting your take on, because you're in that younger, the young man's game. Now, again, I grew up idolizing Jordan, so it's not like I don't understand right. what the, the, the importance of owning different pairs of of Jordans and I certainly had I had the old old school sort of bulls looking red and white Jordans at some point now you you know there's there's all the different kinds you can get but the move has been made by Dak Prescott to go to the Jumpman 23 and when I say Jumpman that's what he calls himself on uh on Twitter but uh basically uh Michael Jordan the whole brand Air Jordan brand Dak has left Adidas to go to uh, to go and and I would say if you're you know obviously um, uh, Tiger is with the Nike brand uh, I, I I would say if you're in that world though um, if you're an athlete no matter what sport football basketball NBA uh, Garrett it's still there's something in the branding if if the Air Jordan family brings you in. That's that's royalty. Oh, you yeah. can't turn that down. Now I, you know, I always kind of admired that uh, that that Romo stuck with like I think it was starter or something that most of us don't wear that often. I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, Tom Barfield has some starter. That guy knows sporting goods. Uh, he might have had some starter shoes or something. But most people didn't wear starter, and then Tony Romo became a starter guy. Um, Adidas, I like it for golf. Okay, I do like Adidas. Under Armour then became huge in no small part because um, Jordan Spieth started having a great run, and so Under Armour was smart to get him. But still, Garrett, would you say that Air Jordan is above all when it comes to tie-ins to NBA and to, and to professional athletes? If, the Air, if, the, if Michael Jordan wants you, you got to go that direction. Absolutely. I think this is honestly brilliant. When you look at the Jordan brand, to me, they really started venturing out and trying to get into football with 
you know, when, when they became um, the, the brand ambassador for North Carolina's football program. And we've seen more and more Michigan's done it. Um, and it's even trickled down into the high school. But, yeah, that to me, that's the standard when it comes to ultimate branding. You know, and it's right there. Where obviously, it's its it's its own identity, but it's still like a branch tied in with Nike somehow. But anytime that they want you to represent that, um, yeah, it's tremendous. And I think he's going to see significant kickbacks financially for being a part of the Jordan brand. All right, Garrett, to keep you in style, I'm going to recommend that you get online at some point today, preferably not during uh, our show, but uh, I want you to get online and I want you to look up and get yourself a pair of Stan Smith tennis shoes. Okay, Stan what Smith is was that? a famous tennis player. Uh, it's green. It's They're white tennis shoes, like tennis. They're for tennis. But it's got a green tab on the back, and then the front tab has some green in it. Now, that's a clean look. And the people out there my age and older, I'm talking like 45 and older, are just nodding their heads. They're like, Mosley's right. Mosley's right. Get, get them pair, with, with your ponies. Get, get you a pair of Stan Smiths. I used to wear those things. Didn't wear them in the summer. I didn't wear socks with them. So they got pretty rank, but they were unbelievably comfortable, great shoes. I would, um, I, Garrett, I would get online today and order yourself. And In fact, I'm just going to send you my credit card, and we're going to get you some Stan Smiths, okay? All right, you do that, and, and uh, I'll, I'll rock some Stan Smiths. All right, all right. I wanna, I wanna, but I, first, I want to see if you like them before, before I buy them for you. I don't, okay. What I don't want to do is get you a pair of tennis shoes that you don't like. Um, you know, and, and then it's like, oh, I got to wear them when Mosley's, you know, when Mosley's in the studio. Right. All right. Um, got a lot coming up. Uh, Hoot Jonigan, boy, one of my favorites, longtime Baylor baseball coach. Now he's a softball coach. We'll talk to him about this, uh, this world's, uh, college world series, softball college world series, really fun and uh, get his take on everything. Hoot Jonigan's next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for another hot and humid day here in Central Texas with decreasing clouds and a lot more sunshine this afternoon. Highs top out at 93 degrees with a heat index of 98. Clear and very warm tonight. We drop to 74 and mostly sunny. Hot and humid tomorrow. A high of 93 with a heat index of 98. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Have you heard about the new quesadilla? That's right, quesadilla. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. 
Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com Or call 254-301-7760 And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows They've got that brand new home effect Universal Windows Direct Texas needs passionate teachers like you. McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Department offers three different programs that can be applied to a bachelor's degree or help start your career faster. The Associate of Applied Arts in Child Development, Associate of Arts in Teaching, and Certificate in Child Development are programs that only fit your work schedule, but allows you to work in the teaching field while taking classes. MCC can help you be the teacher you want to be. Apply now for fall at mclennan.edu or contact us at 299-8622 to get started today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. The NBA playoffs continue tonight with two games in the East semifinals. The Nets are at the Bucks with the Nets up 2-0 in that series. Tip is at 6-30. In the West semifinals, the Clippers are at the Jazz. Jazz have a 1-0 lead in that series. Tip is at 9 o'clock. USA Basketball's last stop before the Tokyo Olympics will be in Las Vegas. The men's and women's national teams will hold training camps in Las Vegas in July. They'll play seven exhibition games there with other Olympic-bound national teams. Texas Rangers have the day off before heading to L.A. to take on the Dodgers tomorrow night. Houston Astros on a three-game winning streak and go for the sweep of the Red Sox tonight in Boston. First pitch at 6-10. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your home for the Dallas Cowboys, ESPN Central Texas. It is mostly Garrett Ross with you until 4 o'clock game time. Touchdown Tommy Barfield takes over. Joined right now, Steve Hoot Jonagan is with us, and, and Steve came out of the broadcast booth to uh, to jump in there. He's, he's an assistant coach now with softball, longtime Baylor baseball coach. And, uh, Hoot, it's, uh, it's great to have you on, and uh, I'm sorry we're interrupting you from a uh, what has been a very interesting uh, national championship softball game. Oh, no problem. It's glad to be on with you, and, uh, boy, it is a very interesting softball game. It's been an interesting World Series, and, and – in general, so uh, but uh, you're not interrupting me at all. It's always a pleasure to be on with you, Mosley. Yeah, well, I I really appreciate that, boy. I've admired your work over there, that Baylor baseball program for years, and uh, and and now you're working with softball. You saw a little while ago, um, one of the, I think it was the second baseman. She just absolutely lost one in that. Yeah, that's why who you got to have those infielders. You worked with them for years. You got to have those. Uh, what do we used to call those things? Those little croquis, not croquis, the uh, flip, the little the flip ons, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, you put them by the bill of the hat, and you flip them down. Now they got all these stylish, you know, uh, sunshades and stuff. But 
you know, it's kind of interesting. Not not one of the infielders or anybody on the field had a had sunglasses on. And if you don't use sunglasses, you got to use your glove. You know, it's like the sun's been up there all day. You know, it's not yeah. just popped out all of a sudden. You know, so. Uh, but anyway, it does happen. It shows you how the game goes. And here's the crazy thing about it: uh, that goes down as a double for that kid and an wow. RBI, and it's an and it's an earned run. <laughs> so it's a crazy game. Yeah, I know. You know, when, when anytime you see one in the infield, and I, I know where that runner was, so it didn't apply. But you start thinking about like the infield fly rule. You know, that was my first yeah, thought of like, yeah. wait, what's what's that? But it didn't it didn't apply there, and that girl goes racing right. around. What what's fun? What's really interesting about softball, and, and you see it, it's different than baseball in a lot of ways. But you know they'll they'll hit one um, and they'll go flying like because the bases are are, are closer. Um, they'll go flying towards second when the ball's like right there next to a fielder or the or somebody's messing around and like you say they she she drops the ball and then whoever was running that one out who they'll just go racing right on past her. It's almost kind of like. Our, this speed, the speed some of these girls have, are going to beat any kind of arm or the quickness somebody has to get to a ball. So um, there, there's some there's some really interesting. I know you've seen both. Uh, you spent more years in baseball, but you have spent time in softball. It is interesting how there's so many similarities, but, but Hoot, there's a lot of differences as well. Yeah, there are, but the, the, what you're talking about there, speed, speed never goes in a slump. And if you got you got kids that can run, you're putting pressure on the defense, and that's exactly what they do in softball. They get the bases are closer. You put pressure on the defense, and you'll be. I can't tell you how many times, whether it's been for us or against us or whatever, you've seen it on TV, where a good throw just play catch gets them out, but it's thrown high, it's thrown low. Uh, they drop the ball. It's on the wrong side of the bag. It's got to be a perfect throw, and they're safe. But, yeah, it is a quick game. It's almost like indoor football, man. It's like, here we go. <laughs> it's uh, fast-paced. The games are, uh, the bases are shorter, and uh, it's a quick. If you blink, you're going to miss something. So uh, the speed of the game is fun. It's electric, and you got to be able to handle that pressure, and uh, it's been a lot of fun for sure. How how quickly in 2019 when you were filling in for Coach Lumley uh, when he had that surgery how how long did it take you I mean obviously you you came out of the womb knowing baseball and you and you know that backwards and forwards but like did it did most of everything kind of transfer I know that year you were filling in boy they had y'all did some, had some great base running that year um, what was what was the hardest thing to get up to speed on and and what felt almost very natural to you well, you're, you're, you know, the natural part is you're trying to hit a round ball with a round bat. Now, the ball's a little bit bigger over here, and uh, you've got to get that barrel, you've got to have bat control, and you've got to get it in the plane of the ball, whether it's a rise ball or an elevated fastball, whether it's a curveball or a slider, you know, baseball and softball. So you're trying to get it on the plane of the bat. So the strategies are a little different. We've got slap hitters over here. Each, some people might argue that Suzuki – uh, Ichiro was uh, was a slap hitter in the big leagues. Of course, I think he's got the most hits ever. But uh, but you know you've got that part of it as well. And again, that's all about putting pressure on the defense. And uh, if you got if you can put the ball in play and you can run, now all of a sudden you've got to catch it and throw it. And if there's a hiccup in there somewhere, then uh, you're going to be safe. Then you have a runner on first base, and here we go. So uh, so anyway, the, the 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 differences are you know when you get on base, there's no leadoffs. Uh, when the pitcher has the ball in the circle, the runners can't run and do all that kind of stuff. 
Uh, so in baseball, you had to work on, you know, slowed the game down. You got to hold the runner on and do all those kind of things. Well, here that's not the case. When they're on, they're on. And you've got to keep contact with the base until the ball releases the pitcher's hand. So uh, that's that's a big a big change from over there. But there are a lot of similarities as far as uh, from a hitting perspective goes. Uh, and there's one similarity that stays constant. Uh, it's the only absolute in this game or the game of baseball or the game of basketball and football is if you score more runs than the other team, you will win the game. So how about that for some knowledge for you? Hoot, I like that. That's why we have you on for statements yeah. like that. Uh, Steve Hoot Jonagan joining us on the Matt Mosley Show with, with Garrett Ross. Yeah, there was a – boy, you coached the um, the catching position. That's what – you were a catcher at Texas A&M, and I think there was an uh, obstruction call the other night. Uh, somebody went in there, um, you know, head first at home. I mean, that, that – but, but Hoot, that's a that, – that's such a – a, a position of strength for you. You played it. You walked on. Then had that great career at A and M. Are you? Do you find yourself um, even in you know watching these softball and watching some of this college baseball? Your eyes always going to catcher just because that's what you played and that's what you've coached for so many years. Yeah, you really do, and, and it has such an impact on the pitching, you know, as well as far as receiving the ball and getting strikes for the for the uh, uh, the pitchers and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I, I, I keep an eye on that because, hey, good catchers are hard to find. And if, if you've got a good catcher out there, you don't, you don't know they're out there. They do such a good job. And then when you get somebody who's retrieving the ball instead of receiving the ball, now you got issues. So, yeah, that always sticks out to me. And as far as that obstruction call you're talking about, that's, that's a uh, thorn in the side to me because I, I have a hard time with that rule. I did not think that was a good call at the time either. Uh, multiple, you know, we were already on a, a text chain with our coaching staff, and we did not like that call one bit. Uh, first of all, you should never slide head first in the home plate or something like that can happen. But, uh, but anyway, the throw took her up the line. If you had 10 umpires right now in baseball or softball and had them call or de- de- describe the uh, obstruction rule, you'd get 10 different answers for it, and uh, that's that's where the problem lies there too. But, yeah, I am, I am kind of drawn. You're always drawn to the position that you played, and uh, catching was mine. And to me, greatest position on the field, you're always in every play. Uh, you have a lot of impact. It's the only position on the field where eight other uh, people get to watch you work. And you can set a tone whether you're opening your mouth or doing it by your actions. You can be the leader on the team. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very close to that position. Always love it and uh, uh, enjoy being a part of it. Besides all that, on some of these cold days, it's good to have all that gear on to stay active because it keeps you a lot warmer. <laughs> early in the early in the season, especially. Um, what yeah. do you, what do you you guys uh, having played against this Oklahoma team, and you've seen them go so deep? And boy, Big Twelve well represented. Y'all had a great season. Oklahoma State obviously made it really far. But what what is it? Oh, you know this Sooners team. You know sometimes, and boy, Baylor's been to the, the the World Series as well. But with a team like Oklahoma that has seemingly become pretty dominant. What if you had to kind of put your finger on the top two or three things that set them apart? I mean, we always point to pitcher, but that's a little different in softball than than, than baseball because there's you, you, there's so many great pitchers. What what is it about that team that they always seem to be knocking on the door or or, or they're you know in Oklahoma City? Well, I tell you what, this team this year is is really special. And talking to Coach Moore and Coach Newman here, who've been around this game a lot longer than I have they they flat out say this 
has got to be the best offense because they, they not only got one through nine that can hit and hit it out of the park, they've got four or five sitting over there on the bench that could start and hit in the middle of the lineup for anybody in the country. And, uh, and the same thing with pitching. They've got several pitchers over there that they're not missing a beat when they go to the bullpen, whereas most pitchers, most teams, like you saw with James Madison, they have one pitcher, and they've got to ride that horse as long as they can. Uh, and she did, <laughs> Alexander did a heck of a job with them. What a great story that was. But, uh, but they've got multiple pitchers. So as you play multiple days in this tournament, back-to-back, back-to-back, if you will, then that's obviously going to take a toll on somebody who's had to be out there all the time. So Oklahoma has has multiple pitchers that they can can throw, and they've they've spaced them out well, and so uh, they've done a good job of getting them ready to go when they need to get them going, and uh, they've answered the bell. But what a talented team Oklahoma is! And and back to your comment about the Big Twelve. Yeah, it was a it was an incredible year uh, in the Big Twelve this year. You know, we got three teams stayed in the top ten, top twelve all year long with with Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and, and Texas. And uh, I think it showed a lot of good respect for our league that we got five teams in with us and Iowa State to the NCAA tournament. Kind of shows uh, the respect that Coach Moore and Coach Newman have built here at Baylor University over the years. So, uh, so I think it was, it's good for, the, good for the Big 12. But, man, they've got, a, they've got a good thing going up there. And, you know, we were just talking about it, talking to Coach Moore and Coach Newman. You know, there's a, they got the freshman of the year. They got the player of the year. And they've got two or three other freshmen out there, and they'll all be back next year. So we've got our work cut out for us as we go. But you know what? You want to, to make yourself better, you want to play against the best. And we'll definitely have that opportunity to do that, uh, playing in the Big 12 and playing against Oklahoma. Yeah, you will. And um, I, I tell you, that y'all got such a great program on both sides of it. And um, what my cousin used to play Baylor softball, Jordan Daniels, back in the day. I think she was playing All right. being second base over there. Uh, the Daniels family, a little uh, a little more uh, talented athletics-wise than the Mosley family, although my dad did play college football. Now, what did you think, Hoot, about um, – about uh, Mitch over there at MCC, Mitch Thompson. I mean, that was uh, how cool is that? That men win a basketball championship, um, play for a national championship in tennis, and then over there across town, Mitch gets one first time since 1983. Um, I would, I mean, we got to come up with some kind of moniker like you know, uh, Clutch City or City of Champions or something like that. Yeah, absolutely, man. No, I'm so happy for him. And you know what the biggest thing is for me, Matt, is is it is so good to see great things happen to great people because Mitch is a great coach, outstanding coach, but he's a better person. And uh, it doesn't always happen that way to good people in, in, in the sports business, as you know. So when great things happen to great people, man, it is so, so, uh, so awesome. And I'm so happy for him. Brought the natty back. I talked to him this morning. I let all the – I let the dust settle a little bit, and I called him, and I said, hey, uh, you in a whirlwind right now? He goes, yeah, it's still a whirlwind, but it's fun. I'm enjoying it, and he really is. And i tell you the kind of guy he is. You know what he was doing this morning at 10 o'clock this morning? He's out there mowing that field, getting ready, because they got a tournament out there at MCC. That is why <laughs> he has the success. Nobody's, nobody's going to outwork him. Uh, he's a smart guy. He knows how to coach. He knows how to teach. And like I said, he's a better person. So, uh, yeah, Waco – Waco's the home of two national championships this year, and I couldn't be more happy for Mitch over there. All right. Well, I'm, I want you to stay with the softball program, but I did notice some of these baseball coaches uh, 
Uh, Hoot, did you notice uh, what they're paying some of these head coaches in baseball these days? Uh, I don't think Mickey ever quite made it to that uh, level. But uh, uh, <laughs> Schlossnagel no. goes to your alma mater, and my goodness, yeah. I, you know, they are yeah. – um, uh, and I think that's a great thing. I mean, I, what I what I said the other day is I hope people will will look at that and then watch the excitement and the ratings that baseball does, and then do more for the student athletes. I hope it all kind of trickles down, so to speak. But uh, Hoot, I you know you might I don't want you to leave any money on the table. That's all I'm saying. No, <laughs> I tell you what, it's so good for the game. I mean, you know, uh, baseball and softball both. If you look around, the facilities are getting better. Uh, they're putting money into coaches and they're putting the time and efforts, the resources that we have now. We got strength training, we got nutrition. I mean, we're educating these kids in all different ways that you or I didn't get educated in when we were here. We had to learn the hard way through trial and error, and so it's really good to see. And if you look on TV right now at the at the World Series for, for softball, the double decker stadium, we got thirteen, fifteen thousand people there, and on a two o'clock in the middle of a week, man. What a great atmosphere, and it's such a great college experience to see see these stadiums packed now that we got COVID out of the way, and uh, we're going to see it this weekend in baseball. But, uh, you know, to get to see that uh, in college athletics is really rewarding. And so, yeah, with that comes the price to put money on it, but there comes a lot more pressure as well. So bring it on. I'm glad to see it because it's always better for the game, and it's better for our student athletes as well. All right, you're pretty far removed from wearing that maroon, so I, I'm hoping Schloss, you know, doesn't try to try to take you away from us or something like that. But uh, do you have any maroon? Do you have any Texas A&M uh, uh, memorabilia or anything still in the house, or is that in storage somewhere? Or are you allowed to say? You know, yeah, no. Hey, I can tell you this. I know who pays my paycheck, and I've been here for twenty. I've been here for twenty six years. I got two sons that both graduated from here, okay. and they don't even know where that place is down there, ninety miles down the road. I can tell you that. So, uh, so anyway, no, it's been. Uh, I've had a great experience. My wife uh, graduated from A and M as well. She, I think, she's got her Aggie ring on. But, uh, but no, we know our roots here at Baylor, and it's been a great, great stay here. We've enjoyed it, and uh, there's a lot of great people here. So. So we're uh, we're happy to be right where we're at. That's for sure. Well, Hoot, uh, always fun to to catch up with you, and um, and and can't wait to see what y'all do next season. And uh, great catching up. And uh, I can't promise I won't call you. Be watching this uh, College World Series pretty closely for me the, on the baseball side of things. These super regionals, because I may I may need you as my uh, as my expert during that time. So you know, stay yeah, stay hey. next to the TV. Yeah, give me give me a call anytime. I'll be glad. Hey, and I'm just glad. I just want to know one thing. Have you got back on that bicycle yet after your accident? By the way, I'm glad you're okay, and I'm glad you're back. But uh, have you got back up on the horse? No, no. My wife has asked me not to get back up on that horse. Uh, so okay. that may that may be that may that may be in my past. I think the only the only cycling I'll be doing is the stationary kind. You know, you've heard of those oh, spin those spin on. classes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm afraid well, that's all I can do. Get the training wheels back out. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad you're. Uh, I'm glad you're okay. I was sorry to hear about that. Glad you're okay. I'm glad you're back. I appreciate it, Hoot. Great to have you. There he yeah. goes, uh, Hoot Jonigan. Uh, does such a great job. Baylor softball and long time Baylor baseball and a great player in his own right. Back in the '80s at Texas A&M, where they pay coaches, they pay baseball coaches like two and a half or three million dollars. Mike. 
goodness. Okay, uh, let's um, let's continue having fun. Uh, we have some uh, Dak Prescott that we need to discuss. Dak has weighed in. He wants us to stop talking about his ankle injury. Uh, will we stop? We'll discuss it next. Recently on the John Moore Show. It's one Chicago on a Wednesday. Uh, it's on NBC. Uh, you've heard me talk about it before, maybe maybe more than you'd like to hear me talk about it. So the, the line exactly is, it's like when we were watching Baylor win the national championship. Ha ha, I know. Well done by Derek Haas. We appreciate that. A mention of Baylor winning the national championship on Chicago Fire last night. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1985, Wade Funeral Home has provided services to Central Texas families with care and compassion. Wade Funeral Home serves every family with pride, and they are able to offer a wide range of services to meet your family's needs. They will listen to you to help plan a celebration consistent with your expectations. Also see them for pre-planned funerals and cemetery monuments. Wade Funeral Home, 201 Northwest 3rd Street in Hubbard and 4140 West Pioneer Parkway in Arlington. Let them help you plan the celebration of lives lived. All right, I want to talk to you about all these Ram Spotlight days at Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. And, of course, that's 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. Unbelievable. Uh, The the space they have for service, any maker model, is uh, beautiful, very clean. And uh, the reason they're able to get so pe- uh, many people in and out is because they have a great space and they get great employees and a great service team out there. Uh, okay, the spotlight days. Let me talk to you about that. Uh, Ram is the three-peat motor trend truck of the year, back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Top safety pick for trucks named in 2021. Spotlight on the 2021 new Ram. That's the 1500 quad cab Lone Star with 5250 or 0%. For 72 months, plus $1,000 bonus cash, impressive towing, and the most comfortable ride of any truck. That's what I always hear. I've asked people. You know, I drive one of the – I I drive Grand Cherokee these days, uh, Laredo. But my buddies who are driving these trucks, I'm like, what stands out about them? And that's what I always talk about, the comfort, unbelievable comfort. Also got the Jeep Freedom Days going on. Jeep, see the most decorated SUVs available. Jeep built tough as nails and able to stand up to any challenging off-road trails or city roads featuring the new 2021 Jeep Renegade Latitude with values up to $3,750 or 1.9% for 72 months plus $500 bonus cash or the new 2021 Jeep Gladiator Overland uh, with values up 1500 or 3.9% for 72 months. Lots to, to see there. Your friend in the car business is Alan Samuels. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I've been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. 
For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. The Good Feet store in Waco, located near Cabela's. When it comes time to shop for insurance, wouldn't it be a good idea to start with an agent with over 30 years' experience? Paula Beers, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance in Hubbard, is the one to see for all of your insurance policies, including auto, life insurance, home, farm and ranch, and commercial. She can make buying insurance effortless so you can focus on the moments truly worth living. Paula Beers, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, open Monday through Friday, plus after hours by appointment. Call 254-576-1558. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. The NBA playoffs continue tonight with two games in the East semifinals. The Nets are at the Bucks with the Nets up 2-0 in that series. Tip is at 6-30. And in the West semifinals, the Clippers are at the Jazz. Jazz have a 1-0 lead in that series. Tip is at 9 o'clock. USA Basketball's last stop before the Tokyo Olympics will be in Las Vegas. The men's and women's national teams will hold training camps in Las Vegas in July. They'll play seven exhibition games there with other Olympic-bound national teams. Texas Rangers have the day off before heading to L.A. to take on the Dodgers tomorrow night. Houston Astros on a three-game winning streak and go for the sweep of the Red Sox tonight in Boston. First pitch at 6-10. Sports Center. Every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time. Weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Well, we are uh, so fortunate to have some incredible partners. Uh, um, our, our partnership sponsors, oh, my goodness, it, it is uh, – it's an unbelievable thing. Central National Bank, our title sponsor, they get it done day after day after day. And, uh, boy, they provide great graphics. We'll see We'll see Steve Hoot-Jonigan up in a – we'll get to find the best picture of him. There's some good pictures out there of Hoot. And, uh, and uh, maybe uh, – Garrett, see if Hoot's wife will send us a nice picture of Hoot. Okay. You know, if, if we ask Hoot, he'll send us one with his cap kind of cockeyed a little bit. We'll see if his wife will send us a nice one. Uh, but uh, that's a uh, – boy, did you hear him? His wife and he went to A&M, but his kids went to Baylor. That maroon's out of the closet. No more maroon in there after 25 years of this. So great to have Hoot on. So thank you to uh, Joe Nesbitt uh, and, and Brian Fonville, the whole family out there at Central National Bank. And then Craig Cherry. Boy, one of our newest sponsors, and uh, SWCLaw.com, Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry. And uh, Craig and I went to law school together. Uh, He was a Baylor undergrad as well as Baylor Law School, like I was, although he completed law school. And then he uh, has had a decorated career and now has his name on a firm. And this is a... for more information, these people will fight for you. Boy, if you've been in something, if you've been in a, 
a wreck or uh, you've got something going on, uh, a horrible injury. Well, he does that. Um, he, he's out there to fight for you, a tireless advocate. And, again, that lo- to learn more about it, swclaw.com. That's Craig Cherry. All right, and he's become one of our newest sponsors, and we could not be prouder of that association. Okay, um, I did want to say to you, Garrett, uh, the uh, we we've had some Coach Schlossnagel has landed at A and M, and today mm-hmm. was his big his big news conference. I've been looking at some of these quotes, and he he got a little he got a little tearful talking about TCU. He said, "My move to Aggieland should have zero negative reflection on TCU." Two very different schools that are committed to baseball at the highest level. All right? So the program belongs to the players. This is not my baseball program. It's my job to oversee the program. And then um, I like this. They were asking him about recruiting and how involved he'll be. He said, I am heavily involved with recruiting. Most people would call me a boring guy. I don't play golf. I don't have many hobbies. I feel like my job is a lifestyle. It's not a profession. That's, hey, who's that sound like, Gary? Does that sound like Mosley? A little bit, Does that yeah. sound like me? Just, hey, my job, being on the radio is a lifestyle. It's not my profession. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, though? Does that get you excited? You think the A&M fans? I got to think they're pretty excited about having Jim Schlossnagel as their new head coach. That's pretty good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a great fit. I, you know, going down, it's going to be interesting to see what he could do. Um, you know, you're, you know that right there. He's really going to have to hit the recruiting trail hard and, and really dial in on that and, and bring in some high-caliber players to make it through that, that difficulty over there with the SEC. Yeah, I think it will be pretty difficult. And uh, we got Super Regionals coming up, and those things will be Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I think some of those start – Garrett, correct me if I'm wrong. Do some of them get started tomorrow night, like a Friday, so. Saturday, Sunday? I think there's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then some of them. Uh, and then, Garrett, while I'm talking here in a second, let's get an update for our folks on this uh, college world. Since you've been – man, you were so mad at ESPN was, and NCAA man. for putting this game on during the day. I mean, Garrett's giving us something to watch. During the show, I like looking over and see what's going on. Garrett, do you have an update for me? I, it was 2-1 to one last time I was watching in third, but I got so focused on the show in talking to the great Hoot Jonagan, I have not looked back at the score. What inning are we in and what's the score? So Oklahoma has blown it open. We are in the bottom of the fifth right now. The Sooners leave five, lead 5-1, five to one, um, and they are there's, they have a runner on first with no outs. You're saying the Sooners have a runner on Correct. first. Correct. The Sooners have a runner on first with no outs, and they lead 5-1 to one in the bottom of the fifth. Okay. Now, we promised you this, and we may have a little bit more of this, but we've got some Dak Prescott. He talked yesterday. And today, Garrett, I don't know if people saw this, Mike McCarthy gave everyone the last day they went and did a group activity. It's almost like they're at summer camp or something. <laughs> and they went and had it said something. They called it something like dynamic group dynamic activity. All right, I don't know what that means. I don't know if they went bowling. Have we seen yet, Garrett? Have you seen anything to, to say what the Cowboys ended up doing? They go swimming. They go to this local swimming hole. I don't know. But they went and did a group activity. I'm sure some of the players will be tweeting it out and all that kind of stuff. But good for them. What would you guess they did? Did they go play golf? I don't think so. Did they go bowling? Maybe. Probably swimming or bowling, probably. A group dynamic activity. I bet Todd Archer has it. Todd Archer's probably trying to sniff this one out 
look at his look at his Twitter account. We'll see. So uh, I, I can't say that I'm concerned, real concerned about it. But the Cowboys did skip the last day of OTAs. You, don't you know there's some fan out there right now, Garrett? It's like they need to be working. These oh, guys yeah. do not need to be out swimming. All right, can't all be right, human right. beings. No, we can't. I really don't want people to act like human beings. Okay, uh, this is Dak, though. I, I want to hear this one. This is uh, 3791, uh, Garrett. Dak on the OTAs teaching him to trust his leg. Just knowing that I can do uh, all the different drops, get away from pressure when I need to. I'm sure you guys seen the scramble drill that we've done a few times. So uh, th- that was a big one for my confidence is being able to pivot and turn out left, uh, get out of their right, change directions, uh, not feel anything, and then look at the tape and realize day by day that I'm running more smoother, I'm getting better, I'm using my leg more as I throw. Uh, and those are just all building blocks and stepping stones for me to get to where I want to be, and um, it's just exciting. All right, and Garrett was excited about the fact that uh, Dak Prescott, in addition to running around, ankle looking good, uh, boy, that thing was dislocated. You remember there was a guy in Dallas-Fort Worth area, I won't name his, I won't say his name, but there was a radio guy that came, basically was almost acting like it was a career-ending injury. You remember that, Garrett? A I think bit. he was from, like, the team, like the team uh, flagship, and uh, he was, boy, he was getting it out there. Oh, the, the career might be over for, the, for Dak. Come on now, Dak's fine. Dak's fine. He's out there moving around. All right, this is in 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 the part Garrett was excited about is Dak Prescott is now hmm, Dak Prescott is now uh got a new shoe brand, okay? He's with he's with the Jordan brand. Uh and 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 Garrett did that kind of do it for you? That got you a little bit excited? I think it's really good. I mean, look, the Cowboys are the one of the the biggest one of the biggest brands in sports period and when you have the Jordan brand and you combine that with the quarterback the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys I think it just speaks volumes there's so much money that they're going to make off of this uh, from the Jordan brand and the Cowboys perspective as well all right and, and I just I, I, I want to do this because we got a bunch of people listening right now Garrett um, it is time for our schmaltzes our Schmaltz's Trivia Contest. All right, Garrett, and um, this is an exciting time. And, you know, I one of the things, and we're going to provide the answer and tell you who wins tomorrow at the start of the show. You have to be listening. Do you have to be present to win? No, no. We Basically, we just need to have the right answer, and we're going to announce it at the start of the show tomorrow. All right. There's something going on in NBA. I love seeing it. Um, and basically, um, this is a uh, – there's a player, one of my favorite players in the NBA is Donovan Mitchell. And he's an incredible player. In fact, Davion Mitchell has been compared to him as a player. Davion is not quite ready to get to that point. But Donovan has become a superstar. Now, who knows? Davion might at some point. But – I want to – I'm going to make this really easy for folks because I think they're going to get this. Before Donovan started doing this all the time, and I'm talking about 40-point playoff games, and now he owns the record for the Utah Jazz for the most 40 points or more playoff games. What Utah Jazz player held the record before Donovan surpassed him? What Utah Jazz great – held the record for most 40-point or more 
playoff games. Uh, if you know the answer, you go to 254-662-1660. All right? 254-662-1660. That's at CNC Collision Line. And that's the trivia question. That is the – and if you win, we will give you two, two free sandwiches, two coupons to Schmaltz's. Probably – I'm trying to think. I've got one place that I go in New York for pastrami sandwiches. Um, but I would have to say my favorite sandwich shop in the country is Schmaltz's, location in downtown Waco, and then, of course, right off Valley Mills as well. I love it. I love Schmaltz's, and I can't get enough of it. Um, so, uh, Garrett, do we have some I'm, – I'm, I would imagine we have some answers coming in, 254-662-1660. Do we have – and Garrett, the winner, I'll just, well, do we, let me just ask you this way, Garrett, do we have a few answers? I won't say if they're correct or not. Have yes, we, we do. We, okay. Do any of the answers uh, bring the mailman to, to mind? Yes, they do. Okay, then we have a winner. We have a winner. Okay, Garrett, we will uh, we'll kind of get the uh, did they did they include their name by the way the first we we this is a speed type deal. They didn't did they include, include their, their name, name, but I will let them know to add their text name. Text them, text them, and then we announce it tomorrow. This way, we just it's more excitement. All right, Tom, standing by. Mosley has gone one minute past his allotted time, but uh, Tom is ready to go. Game time will take you until six o'clock. We appreciate. Steve Hoot Jonagan, great friend of the show, great listener of ours. We love the guy. And uh, Garrett, love you, man. You do. You keep doing your thing, and uh, Thanks, we Matt. will talk to you soon. And, and, and look up those Stan Smiths, okay? We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Good night, everybody.